I think I'm just going to finish reading Pumpkin Spice and then I'll stop recording. I've only got one, two chapters left. And that includes the epilogue. Okay, ready for chapter five? The fire burned bright with its orange and yellow flames painting over the night sky's black canvas. Henrietta ran out of the house and began, and began pleading with them, begging the barbaric pyromaniacs not to burn down her livelihood. The men spat on her and called her an ab abomination to God by conspiring, conspiring with the spirit of the underworld. They grabbed hold of her and forced her to her knees. This feat was not achieved quickly nor painlessly. As Henrietta had broken one of the one man's nose, another man's tooth, and sprained someone's jaw with her powerful right hook, but they overpowered her with their sheer number numbers. One woman could not beat more than twenty men, even if they were cowardly morons. The morons poured holy water over her and had expected and had expected and was expecting her to melt or scream in pain from the way that the town's pastor had spoke of the holy water's effects on doomed sinners. When she did not, they began the exorcisms. Agnes could see this happening from her window. She became very, very angry. She was overcome with hatred for the men outside, hurting Henrietta, and the man from years ago who had hurt and killed her. Agnes's protective instincts for her beloved were so strong that she finally became the thing she dreaded to become since, uh, since realising she was dead. A vengeful spirit. She was fueled with her emotions and they were too powerful to quench, so she had to disperse of them somehow. Henrietta spat out the water that she had swallowed and sniffed deeply, releasing the droplets she inhaled when they attempted to drown her where she knelt. Her breathing was laboured, but while she grew weaker physically, her strength of mind and, and of her love for Agnes never wavered. The men repeatedly demanded the location of the evil ghost when they realised Henrietta and when they realised Henrietta would not answer them, they resorted to other means. They split up into teams of searching uh, into teams searching her estate while the leader threatened her with their burning torches and their crudely sharpened knives. Though internally Henrietta is scared, she buried her fear and was composed with stubborn strength. Stupid bitch, where is the apparition from hell? shouted one of the men. Not going to happen, you damned son of a bitch, she said, with venom dripping from the poisonous words that rolled off her tongue. You bastards are never going to find her. The man slapped her. She took it bravely and spat out blood from the mouth on his shoe. From her mouth on his shoe. He raised his hand to slap her again when a high-pitched shrieking painfully pierced everyone's ears. The men holding Henrietta's arms back, arms back released their grip on her to protect their ears. They all looked in the direction of the terrible noise and saw Agnes. She had a horrifying expression painted on her face, contorting in anger and hatred. With her ghostly powers, she flung them all back. She shrieked once more. All the men grimaced from the pain that had emanated in their ear canals. Leave now and never return or stay and face my wrath, she howled. Her display of unworldly abilities scared the men off rapidly as they trampled pulled each other in an attempt to flee while they could. Agnes smiled with satisfaction before finding the other groups of men on Henrietta's farm. She put on her wicked performance as an evil spirit again, once more, when she found them huddled in the barn out of fear of her almighty powers. They all ran off but one. It was the man who had saw her earlier that day at the gate. He stood there in defiance of the apparition in the name of all that he believed to be holy and good. She knew it would take more to get through him, so that is what she did. 
her incorporeal body threw through his physical body like the wind. He went cold from the shock and felt so violated. He lunged at her with his flame and torch, but it did nothing to affect Agnes. His face was one of anger and frustration. He realised he would lose this fight. He dropped his torch in an act of in a desperate act of Hail Mary and watched as the straw and the barn floor were set alight. Agnes looked around around her, the place of her murder and part of Henrietta's livelihood was burning down, all because of a scared religious man who believed she was an act against God. She saw Henrietta enter in the barn and tried to warn her off when she saw her begin to cough from the smoke-ridden air. But she did not leave. She dragged the man that would have gladly destroyed them both away from the blaze and onto the pumpkin patch outside. Coughing and choking on oxygen, they fell to the ground. He looked at Henrietta with sorrow in his eyes, and she looked at him with contempt. Go, she whispered between her harsh coughs. He weakly got to his feet and stumbled away from the burning scene. Agnes, she called out. Agnes, where are you? Here. Henrietta's head whipped around and saw her hovering at the entrance to the barn. Get out of here, said Henrietta as she limped towards her love, standing amongst the flames of hatred and bigotry. I can't, she said, then demonstrated with her hands pressing firmly against the empty blackened doorway as if there was an invisible wall wall there. Why? Why not? Henrietta asked, stumbling over her word words as well as her feet. Her head was dizzy, her vision was blurry and her body was cringing in pain. It appears I was wrong earlier. My spirit is not tied to my bones, replied Agnes. It was tied to the place that I had the strongest connection, albeit a terrible one, but a strong connection nevertheless. The barn, whispered Henrietta, where you were killed. Yes, she said. Can we do anything? Henrietta's feeble voice met metal to one of tough iron no we can't said agnes calmly but it's okay your farm is safe you are safe and alive and you will be happy again tears ran rivers down henrietta's face and dripped off the waterfall on her chin but her voice was still coarse like tree bark from the smoke her voice still coarse like tree bark from the smoke grew croakier grew croakier as she cried but but I don't want to lose you. I love you, she cried. Agnes smiled weakly. I love you too. Agnes closed her eyes and remembered the fond moments she had with Henrietta and how she made her feel alive once more. Henrietta's sobs grew silent and she bowed her head, unable to watch the incorporeal of her beloved go up in flames with the rest of the wretched building. Henrietta weakened and slumped to the ground. But before she blacked out, she heard the bell ringing of a fire engine as it approached her farm, and the faint whisper of a woman saying, Thank you, Hetty. That is the end of chapter five.